information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It's a good day for singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Grand Valley. Welcome to the show, 710, 10 minutes after the hour. It is a Tuesday as we work our way through another great week of information and conversation. The swing and soiree is underway. Bob Slider and I are here to hopefully inform and entertain you, maybe anger you every once in a while. I, maybe we'll make you laugh. I don't know. I think we do make a lot of people laugh, but not in the way we intend. Uh, and you're welcome to be part of the show anywhere along the way you choose to. Use the Frio Stack auction service lines, the text line, 304-214-1600. You use that number. You text in. Uh, tell me what you're thinking about whatever the subject may be. We'll talk about it. Or you can call us on the Frio Stack auction service phone line, 304-232-8255. Continuing our trend of cool mornings this morning, 45, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 42 at the Highlands, 42 in Elm Grove, and 42 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Mostly sunny today. We'll have a high around 60 today, a little bit warmer, 64 tomorrow. Rain rolls in on Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures will be in the 60s to maybe pushing 70 on Friday and that's what you have to look forward to. Uh, where are we going? What are we doing today? Continuing coverage from ABC News of the Hamas attack on Israel and Israel's response and a local service prepared to uh, support Israel. West Virginia State Senator Ryan Weld served in the U.S. Air Force as an intel officer uh, who served in combat overseas. He offers us a national security perspective on the issue of the fighting in Iran, or Israel, I should say. Private schools, charter schools, hope scholarships, West Virginia has gone all in on school choice. But how badly does it affect public school funding? Ogden newspaper reporter Stephen Adams wrote about that and joins us to discuss it this morning. RFK Jr. has made it official he's running for president as an independent. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> Do I hear the sound of a loon? Hold on. Do I hear the sound of a loon somewhere? Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a Kennedy. Don't forget, he's a Kennedy now. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> We're going to talk about that coming up in just a minute, as a matter of fact. And I thought this would be fun. Bob, you and I have, we've, we have our favorite TV shows. We both have some great TV shows we love. Individual shows, shows we watch now, shows we've watched in the past. But there's something special about those occasional nights of TV viewing over the years where the entire night's lineup was nothing but wonderful show after wonderful show after wonderful show. And I thought we'd talk in a minute or two here about what was the greatest TV lineup of all time. Now, I have two main contenders, but if you really go back to the golden age of television, you probably can add some more. And probably folks contemporarily may have some too, although... I don't think much of current television, so I don't think there's any good shows, any good, let alone any good lineups. We'll talk about that uh, coming up in a bit. Plus, slider on sports, Adam Fikes forecast, uh, Tony Caridi with the Mountaineer Report, and Taylor Long is back in the WTRF-TV7 newsroom. Now, uh, how do I say this politely? So I pulled up out front, like I always do, and I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. No Bob. 
looking through the door. Don't, don't see any movement inside the slider house that he's preparing to come out and get in the car. And I'm thinking, you know, carpool time's about past here. I got to get to the office. Uh, so I just, I, I went on only to discover you don't need me anymore. Well, I thought, I, I, maybe I dreamt this. I thought we uh, we went over this yesterday, Howard. Did you call an audible? Did you think I called an audible? you got to remember, my, you, I'm old. My memory doesn't hold. It uh, it uh, it felt good to drive into work. Not that I hate. I like being picked up, and I like driving in to work with you, Howard. Don't get me wrong. But it, I had a little freedom tonight, I, you know, this morning. Did you get up early? I always get up early. I was up uh, 3.30 this oh, morning. Oh, my heavens. I wasn't asleep at 3.30 yet. <laughs> I was uh, just getting up. But I went to bed last night about 8.30, yeah. so it all it all at, Did it averages be, out, Howard. It feel different? I mean, it's not like this. We all, I, I've only picked you up for about, what, well, it's been a while, a over months, a month. A couple of months, yes. and then before that, you know, I, I was riding with you. But um, did it feel different, you know, driving? Because it did to me. I, I've got I've to readjust my thinking now in terms of timing in the morning so since I don't have to head to your house first. Timing, there's no conversation. Yeah, that's you true. Know, I looked over there, you weren't there. Well, I had conversation, I just have it with myself. Wasn't a stimulating. How'd they go, Howard? It wasn't a stimulating. Are you going to call yourself later and have a conversation on the air? Hey, I have conversations with myself all the time. You know, Howard, I'm not trying to be too deep here, but But. I'm just being truthful. Wow. When when you think about, okay, we, we, we have our share of problems. You know, I go to bed most nights with problems, but I never worry about somebody crossing from Canada or even Mexico. Good point. And... Killing and kidnapping and beheading and attacking and it's it's crazy to think in 2023 that we live in a world where that is possible. I am a big Larry McMurtry fan and I love his fiction. I'm not a big fiction guy, but I love his his writings of what happened in Texas when they were at war with the Comanches. And that's exactly what the Comanches would do. They would swoop into town, they'd kill as many people as they could, and they would take people hostage. And that was back in the 1800s, Howard, and we're and that is what we're we're not, thank goodness. Thank God we're not living in that. But could you imagine living in that world today? You know, it is something you hear from people who have been to Israel, and particularly those who actually live in Israel all the time, that you don't understand what it is like in Israel to be always under fear that something, you know, a suicide bomber could come up or that you could be attacked across the border. This, of course, was the worst attack in Israel the worst attack on Jews, they say, since the Holocaust. Um, and I don't, it, it's one of those things, I, as a newsman, I do, but as a human being, I don't like to even watch the pictures of some of the, the, the stuff that's the happening. The fear in their eye. I just, I couldn't watch it either. You're right. Picture, yeah, picture you're sitting at home and uh, having your nightly coffee or whatever, and suddenly a, a horde of Palestinians come swarming across the border. Uh, you know, and it was like it was like something out of a movie, I guess. I mean, since they came in, of course, they they flew in. They came in on paragliders. You know, they marched in. They came in on paragliders in, dropped bombs in. Um, we are going to talk about it a bit later on. We have talked about it a bit more. You'll hear it on on TV and all the news over and over again. Uh, but when you stop, because sometimes it's important you do this, stop and put yourself in the position. Think about that. Think about what that's like. And think about what it must be like in Israel to live under 
Every single day, you're worried that something could happen. I was bitching Sunday. I wasn't in a very good mood. I, I was I was mad. You know why I was mad? Didn't get Alice Cooper tickets? Well, no. It was my uh, my high definition uh, wasn't coming in clear, <laughs> Howard. And I was mad about that. The you know, and it, it, it ruined my day. You know, I couldn't watch the Steelers game like I wanted. Wow. You really think about that. It's like, it, again, it's like living in Texas. In about 1870, 1875, and the Comanches would swoop into your town, kill everybody, take your women and children, and uh, just it's just hard to believe. Yeah, uh, listen, it is far from done in Israel. I mean, listen, we're at war. They, not we. Well, <laughs> not we, yes, yet. They are now uh, literally at war. You know, we now have two major wars going on in the world, the Ukraine-Russian war, the Israeli-Hamas war. And, and we're not talking about skirmishes. We're talking about full-fledged, out-and-out tanks and planes and bombs and death wars in the world right now. And when you think about that, Howard, don't, don't you think like me, I, I know I'm a doomsdayer, but they're going to connect somehow. Somehow they have to connect, or maybe that's the whole grand plan of this. Well, I think that I, I'm not sure. My problem yet, I don't know if it's a grand plan, but my problem is I don't know where this is going. We talked about this yesterday with um, Bob Nay. I don't know where this goes. Here's what I do know. Netanyahu did not waste any time in making it clear, oh, you're not going to get away with this. Uh, I mean, you know, basically, you know, he's talking about turning the, the Gaza Strip into, into glass, turn that sand into glass. Um, and he's as clear as a bell. It's not, you know, this could be war or we might be war or you're, it's not warlike actions. Uh, Netanyahu has said, we are at war. And that's, and again, now that means we got two serious, real wars, real wars going on. Um, scary, scary stuff. We'll talk a bit more about this later on. Uh, Ryan Weld uh, was uh, in the U.S. Army and uh, in the national security business and thought he might have some perspective on that. Ryan, of course, Washington State Senator, also running for the Attorney General's job, but uh, not politics today, rather uh, uh, his background as a military officer. He's coming up a little bit later on this morning. 719 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, but you know what? And, of course, Biden has, uh, has said that, you know, we're going to throw all of our support behind Israel the best we can. We're sending the, the uh, battle group um, George Bush, is it? The battle group George Bush, I think, over uh, to the Mediterranean right now. Um, so, you know, we're we're... We're not just putting our toes in it. We're putting our destroyer in it. But you know what, Bob? The salvation could be coming. Now, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. What are you talking about, Howard? Bobby Kennedy Jr. Oh, yeah. Bobby Kennedy Jr. He's, maybe he could solve the whole thing. I don't know. I haven't heard him talk about this, but RFK Jr., Bobby Kennedy's son. I hate to even say that he's Bobby Kennedy's son. It just depresses me so much. And you lost another one, Howard. You had another one jump off of your party. How do you feel about that? Who, who? Who? Oh, oh! You mean Kennedy? Yeah, he said, "I don't. I'm not a Democrat. My whole family was Democrats, but I'm not a Democrat." Uh, he can go. He can go. I, he, you didn't he, shed a tear for him, right? He, he can go. The loons can go, and RFK Jr. is a loon. I'm sorry. I hate to say that about a direct descendant of John F. Kennedy. But even his family, his family, his entire family is going. What the hell are you doing? Stop that! You're crazy. They're telling him he's crazy. Mr. Independent now, RFK Jr., we knew it was about a week ago that he, we began to hear rumblings that he was going to go independent instead of running as he currently or as he had been as a Democratic candidate for president uh, against Joe Biden. Now he's going to run as an independent candidate. He says that there is a great cry in this country 
And he, he, he echoes to some extent what Joe Manchin says, to be honest with you. But Kennedy says that uh, there's a great cry in this country for politicians who are independent of party, independent of Wall Street, independent of donations, independent of the big pharma, but just do their thing. And he might be right, but we want someone who is independent of all of those things. And, well, isn't crazy. Isn't crazy. And I think RFK Jr. is a little, just an absolute <coughs> loon. <clears throat> a lot of talk yesterday, again, as we talked on this show last week, as I talked to Hoppy a week or so ago, how could this conceivably impact Joe Manchin's possible run for a third-party presidential uh, ticket under the no-labels ticket? To me, this brings—to me, I don't see how Manchin—I don't see how you can have two independent candidates of some substance out there. I mean, he may be a loon, but Kennedy is of some substance out there. I don't think you could have no-labels run a ticket— and RFK run a ticket and not have it make a gigantic mess uh, in the election. Now, my problem is I don't know who RFK draws from. He's got some Looney Tune ideas that might appeal to Trumpers, uh, but he's still a Democrat. And I heard a lot of people, Bob, being interviewed on TV. He said, Kennedy, I'll always, I will always vote for a Kennedy. So I don't know. What do you think? Well, that's all he's got. He's, he has his name, and he'll get attention because of that name. At the end of the day, he'll draw, what, 1%, 2% of the vote? Yeah, I think he'll draw a little bit more than that, and that's the problem. I, I don't think it'll be – he doesn't – it's not like 8%. He doesn't win. I think nah, they'll start listening to him, Howard, and oh, that please, percentage oh, will drop. Oh, please. Oh, man, please, please. we got Trump out there that, you know, uh, this, this cult group listens to, and now we're going to – if we have another loon out there – does loon counter loon? Does it counteract loon? Does you know? Does the, the, the does the loon uh, one loon t t kind of obviate the other loon, or do we just have two loons out there now? I, well, there'll probably be more than that before it's all over, Howard. Well, that's true. Another big story coming out of the presidential race: Will Hurd dropped out. Who? That's yeah, so exactly what I said this morning. I heard on ABC News. He is senator, congressman, something. He's been running for president. I didn't know that. Will Hurd has dropped out of the race. Big story on ABC News. And the other announcement this morning, Will Hurd has dropped out of the race for the presidency. Who? Well, Will Hurd. You know, we've been talking about how, you know, other than the, the big ones, Trump and, uh, Trump and Biden, and maybe a couple of the uh, Republicans, uh, Christie, DeSantis, you get past that and you just got a bunch of, um, they're not loons, there's a bunch of, well, they may be loons on the Republican side, but a bunch of no names. That's why I have this suspicion <clears throat> that I have not even heard of the next president of the United States yet. I might have, but I forgot their name. It's just not there yet. Just there, call him it, Bobby. Just call him Bobby. No, not him. He, he gives all his Bobbies a bad name. <laughs> call him Kennedy. Yes. Um, you don't think, you don't think... So what do you think? You think a couple percent? That's what you think? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, again, that's it. Yeah, he'll have he'll have a little bit of a wave because of his name. He, you know, again, in this country, think about it. It is you, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't come up with a better name uh, than that. And then you listen to him a little bit, and then he starts losing you. And then you listen to him some more, and then you say this guy is not loony. Yeah. He's a loon. Um, I wonder if he'll try the you know his uh, grand granddaddy. John Kennedy um, tried the uh, 
the West Virginia strategy. That's what put him. That's what kind of got Kennedy firmly believing he could win the presidency. If he could win West Virginia, he could win any place, and he did. <clears throat> May have bought it, but nonetheless, he 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 did. Um, I wonder if he'll try the West Virginia strategy. Come in here and see how he can do in Trump country. I, I don't know, Howard. I, I, again, we're just I, I, there's so much time between now and uh, next November, not uh, next month, but next November. We'll see how it shakes out. He's running as an independent candidate, not on any third-party ticket. But again, if he were to be on a third-party ticket, it might be the loon ticket. All loons calling all loons. Any truth to the rumor that Lindbergh is on the ticket with him as his VP? <laughs> I don't know. 7.25, after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Ohio County School Board is getting ready for a little change in their um, – in the way they operate in the nursing department at the school board. You know why? Why is that, Howard? Medical medical cannabis is coming online. Oh, yeah? And they're setting up. They heard uh, the school board, the Ohio County School Board last night heard the, the regula- regulations that kids will have to follow if they are going to bring medical, medical cannabis to school. We will talk about that coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Glad you're here this morning. You're welcome to join me. Text line 304 214 304 Frio Stack Auction Service text line or the phone line 304-232-8255. I want to hear what you have to say, whether it's about RFK, whether it's about medical cannabis, whether it is about uh, uh, anything, uh, the, the, uh, the attack in Israel or anything else on your mind, feel free to be part of the show. That's what the Frio Stack Auction Service text line is all about. It's 726. Since 1987, Liberty Distributors has been one of the state's leading suppliers of quality commercial print paper, janitorial supplies, custom packaging, and shipping materials. Liberty has made customer focus and care the first rule of business. We also focus on being environmentally conscious by offering a complete and certified line of green products. Visit LibertyDistributors.com for a full view of our product catalog, now with our 20,000 products, training videos, and more. Liberty Distributors, serving the entire Ohio Valley for 30 years. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. Get the best quality Dutch Boy paints with 11% off everything at Menards. For a paint that's washable, scrubbable, and stain resistant, choose Forever Interior Paint and Primer in one. It comes in a variety of colors to match any decor and offers exceptional washability and stain resistance. Pick up Forever Interior Paint starting at $29.98 per gallon after 11% rebate. Good through October 15th, savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. The Wheeling Nailers Big Six Game Plan. It's a great deal for your entertainment dollars. Starting at just $16 per ticket, the Big Six Game Plan lets you lock in the biggest games and best promotions all season, like opening night with Chainsaw Juggler, Mad Chad, Wizards and Wands, Penguins Night, and more. The best promotions, the best seats, and the best price. The Big Six Game Plan. Get tickets at wheelingnailers.com or call 304-234-GOLD. 
conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Seven twenty-eight twenty after the hour here. Watchdog morning show for a uh, Tuesday. We're looking at forty-two to uh, just pretty much forty-two across the board. We're actually looking at uh, forty-five at the Wheeling, Ohio County uh, Airport. Forty-two at the Highlands. Forty-two in Elm Grove, and forty-two here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. You know the. Um, uh, Ohio is about getting ready to vote for, and I think that either today is or yesterday was the last day to vote, last day to register to vote in the upcoming election. Uh, two issues will be on the ballot in Ohio, and one of them will be recreational marijuana in the Buckeye State. As Ohio begins looking at recreational marijuana, West Virginia still trying to figure out what to do with medical marijuana. It was approved a number of years ago. We're still trying to get all the rules put together and so on. Last night, the Ohio County School Board, according to Jocelyn King's story in the Morning Intel today, uh, heard a report from the school nurse uh, of about how they're going to handle medical marijuana. West Virginia has established a policy over the use of medical cannabis in schools, and they say the new policy is much more restrictive than the existing policy for other medicines. If uh, your kid, <coughs> excuse me, you know, I, Bob, I'm realizing one of the problems is not picking you up in the morning. What's that? <coughs> On the way in. Uh-huh. So the first time I'm using my voice is here in the studio. Or frog. So I still got the frog in the front. Ah, yeah, exactly. Talk to yourself more coming in. <laughs> I'm going to talk to myself more coming in. Uh, the a new policy for medical uh, cannabis in the schools is more in West Virginia in general, is more restrictive than other policies for other medications. Normally, if your kid needs to use medication, um, you go to the school nurse, you give the medication to the school nurse, provide an order from your doctor and a parental signature. And then they lock the medicine in a drawer and they hand it out when it's supposed to be handed out. But uh, now with the medical cannabis thing, first of all, you got to get the medical cannabis card for your child from the State Department of Health and Human Resources. Then a doctor certification has to be issued stating that the medical cannabis is necessary for the student's medical condition because they won't keep this in the buildings. It's not like Tylenol. I assume they have Tylenol all over the place, but... They will not have medical uh, marijuana in the building for use unless they're told they have to. Um, the medical can uh, cannabis in the school system cannot be administered in plant form, but must be used as a pill, a drop, or a gummy. It cannot be smokable as well. So, uh, And basically what the school nurse told the school board last night, if someone truly needs medical cannabis, they we will make sure they get it. But... We are going to make it as hard as possible for them so they won't just do it frivolously. So working our way through this whole issue of marijuana, Bob. And again, as we're trying to put regulations on medical marijuana, approved, what's it been, five years ago in West Virginia, something like that? I lost track, Howard. Yeah, it's been years, a number of years ago, thanks to, thanks to Sean Fluarty. Um, Ohio is already preparing to vote for 
recreational marijuana, which I feel pretty confident is going to pass. What do you think? All the studies, you know, we have <laughs> ONN here uh, every morning, and uh, the polls that they're taking, the people they're talking to on the street, uh, I think it'll be overwhelmingly uh, passed. I, I suspect it will be, too. And then and then there will be some kind of challenge brought to it, and the Ohio, the Republicans in the legislature will somehow try to block it. You know how it's going to go. Um, the people will speak, and then there will be those who will do their very best to keep the people's voices from being heard. But if you have not, I, I think yesterday was the last day to register to vote in this election. If not, it's definitely today, but I think it was yesterday. So hopefully you will. Turnout's going to be a big deal on that. This going to be two issues on the ballot. We'll talk about them both in the next week or so. Um, the medical, uh, re- recreational marijuana issue and uh, abortion rights. Both going to be huge issues on the ballot in Ohio uh, coming in a few weeks. 7.33, 27 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's see. Uh, today, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank God for John McCabe. You know, he Thanks, John. He's a newsman who actually stays on top of things. I like kind of sort of know them, you know, but John stays on top of them. Thank you, John. John says today is final day for voter registration in Ohio. So if you have not yet registered, you still have today to go uh, to go register. It can be two, just two things on the ballot, but two really important things, uh, the uh, the marijuana issue and the abortions issue. Reproductive rights, they're calling it, so go vote. 7.33, till the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show for a Tuesday. Let's head over to the news desk of WTRF-TV. And um, Taylor Long is back. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this October the 10th. The cause of an early morning house fire in Belmont County is under investigation. Officials say the fire broke out at 7.30 yesterday morning at a house on 32nd Street in Bel Air. Investigators believe the blaze started on the second floor of the single-family home. Officials say all four family members in the house got out safely. And October is National Fire Prevention Month. This week, the Wheeling Fire Department is hosting their Fire Prevention Week. The theme is Cooking Safety Starts With You. According to the NFPA, cooking is the leading cause of home fires, with nearly half involving cooking equipment. Unattended cooking is a leading cause of home cooking fires and related deaths. The fire department suggests never leaving non-cooking related items on the stovetop, even if it's turned off, and keeping a lid handy in case a grease fire should occur. The Wheeling Fire Department lieutenant says that it's the older generation's job to teach their kids about fire safety. And the fire department reminds everyone to change their batteries and their smoke alarms twice a year, and most notably on the fall back and spring forward clock changes. In addition, the department will have informational tables set up from 1 to 3 at Elm Grove Respects today, October 10th, and the Warwood Kroger on Wednesday, October 11th. And low demand and a $10 drop in the prices of oil is helping drive down the gas prices. The Mountain State's average price of gas right now is $3.52. That's down six cents in the last week. And then Buckeye State's price is coming down faster now at $3.27. That's 13 cents less than a week ago. The national average is $3.70. For all the latest in local news, weather, and sports, you can always head on over to WTRF.com for a further look. 
That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Saving money in your next painting project with 11% off everything at Menards. Keep your home looking clean and beautiful with DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer from Dutch Boy with a washable and stain-resistant finish. Transforming your home has never been easier. Pick up a gallon of DuraClean Interior Paint starting at $22.95 after 11% off. Good through October 15th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. It's 738, 22 to the hour, Watchdog Morning Show, 45 at the airport, 42 at the Highlands, 42 in Elm Grove, 42 here at the Robinson Honor Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. We were talking about RFK Jr. announcing officially he's running as an independent candidate. Bobby Kennedy's son uh, running as an independent candidate, and in my opinion, and I believe Mr. Slider is with me on this, as a loon. He's running. He's a, he's, he's, he's a loon. And you said maybe one or two percent you thought he'd get. Okay. I yeah. said three or four percent. But let's think back. When was the last time a loon ran as a third-party presidential candidate? Ross Perot. Uh, see, I don't consider him a loon. Howard. Oh, I think he was a loon. I think he was a loon. Really? See, I don't. I don't. I mean, I think he was out there, but no, I don't compare her to, to Mr. Kennedy. Well, I'm not sure. I would. Maybe he's not quite as loony as, as RFK, but I, I think he was a loon. But my point about it is, 19 percent. He got 19 percent of the vote. And I was one of them. Howard. <laughs> I was young. I mean, I was. It was just again. It was. It was just different. It was so much different than what I had grown up with and what we were faced with. With uh, with Bush and Clinton, I I I loved the difference. Kind of like I got caught up with with the Trump thing, but uh, and then Perot was there, and then he was gone. But isn't that exactly what Kennedy is aiming for? I don't think he's. A, I don't think for he's no people, Ross Perot. For, for I knew Ross Perot. <laughs> you are no Ross Perot. Nice. Um, I, you know, I think that's what he's aiming for is the dissatisfaction with both sides. The dissatisfaction with Trump and but we know there's dissatisfaction with Trump and Biden. We know that uh, even their own party are not satisfied with those two choices, but we're probably going to get them. And um, so here comes Kennedy saying, 
hey, I'm, I'm a different kind of guy. I, I'm not beholden to anybody. I'm not beholden to a party. I'm not going to be beholden to donors. I'm not going to be beholden to the corporate world. I'm going to be my own man. Very akin to what uh, Ross Perot said. Uh, this is the way I look at it, at least. But you can't win with 19%, Howard. You can screw things up but with you can 19%, screw things up, which is my but you can't but, win. But that's my point. I mean, you, we are not anywhere close to a position where a third-party candidate wins the presidency. Now, someday, I mean, th- things will change, and someday that will happen. We're not close there. You don't run for president as a third-party or independent candidate to win. You run to spoil. And the big question still is, as we just said a few minutes ago, who does he spoil? Who does uh, Kennedy spoil? I think what it will take, and I think if history, if you, if you looked into history, it, it probably the closest. I think you need a, a third party, just not an independent personality. Correct. You need a you need a movement like the bull uh, movement, the the bull party, you, bull moose party. You bull need moose. you need you need that, and I still don't know if it'll be enough. But you you need more than than just the nineteen percent. See, I I I understand where you're coming from, and I think I I agree with that. If you're really going Going to, because first place you got to build up. You got to get on the ballot. You got to build up a, uh, a network. You know you. But on the other hand, um, I'll tell the you Rock. Who. I'm picking someone. Could a, a strong personality, already well known, steps up, and no party behind him, just an individual. I, I you know I think that I think the right person could 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 perhaps win. I don't know who, who it would be. Well, he's out there right now, and you would hate it, but it would be Donald Trump if if he would get in Dutch with his own party. I think he. But again, he's a former president. He has that movement. I know you're getting sick at your stomach already, but I think he's the one guy in the country that could probably pull that off, well, or, or at least he, make some traction. But he doesn't need to. I mean, and, unless something weird happens inside the party, doesn't get the nomination. He he is going to be the nominee of the Republican. I think he's so big. Right Right now, or in, he could start his own party. Is what I, was I was saying. He could, he could you know, to say that the Republican has. party. That's a good point. I mean, he pretty much look. First of all, the Republican party has pretty much now become the Trump, Trump party, party. The right. Trump party. Uh, you, you hate saying that, don't you? Well, the old, uh, you know, I I felt it was always good when you had Republicans and Democrats who actually were able to both work for the good of the country, even though they saw things in a different way. I don't think Trump's like that, nor his followers. I think they're, well, Loon doesn't he? Listen, let me tell you this. Here's a scary thing. Given a choice between R.F. Kennedy, the Loon, and Donald Trump, I'd take the Loon any day. I'd take the Loon any day. Anyways, my point was, you know, Perot, Perot got, Ross Perot got 19%. I think where he really lost me, Perot, I mean, he was just funny. You know, remember, I'm going, I just, I'll fix the problems. I'm just going to lift up the hood of the car. I'm going to tinker under the hood until I get it fixed. And Howard, he, he he swayed me. I bought into it. And you know the, the, the bottom line? We talked about him being different, a funny personality. But you know what the bottom line was for me? He was a very, very successful businessman. And I think that's the same traction that, that, that Trump took off with. And I think our governor well, took off with that, too. And then it comes back and say, well, he wasn't a very good businessman In 1992, all. maybe we didn't dig as deep as we have in 2023. And now we, we know that Donald Trump is a failure almost as a businessman. Jim Justice may have been a big businessman, but uh, I think he's getting kind of broke right now. So I don't know. Is that really what we want to do anymore? Do we really want to go for the big business people? I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But what got me with uh, with Perot was when his uh, vice president candidate came on stage for the debate. Remember that? His name was uh, Admiral Stockdale. Stockdale. Admiral Stockdale. He walked on stage. 
an old guy looked at me and said, who am I? What am I doing here? <laughs> now, he, he was making the point that you guys don't know me, you need to get to know me. But I just thought, oh, my God, here comes, who am I? What am I doing here? He's got a, right, a running mate that doesn't even know where he is. So anyway, I'll tell you what, for an election that's kind of already boring in a sense because it's just Trump and Biden we think is going to be that way, um, maybe Kennedy will spice it up if nothing else. And I think if one of the Bushes was here with us, Howard, they would say uh, maybe off the air that it was Perot that cost them the, the election. The I, don't think, I don't think there's anybody who would dispute that. If Perot was not in that race in 92, um, yeah, the election would be very different. And Bill Clinton's going, I think he's a wonderful guy. I, lo I, loved, I love Ross. I love this tinkering around. 744-16 to the hour. Let's tinker with the weather. Well, we can't tinker with the weather. That's a bad thing to do. Let's talk about the weather. And for that, we go to Adam Fike from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. It's a little cool morning, but it's been cool the last few days, so not, uh, not any worse than usual. And I guess today's not going to be any miserable day. It's just going to be another semi-pleasant day right i would say pleasant i mean it's going to be going to be warmer than it has been the past couple of days once we get rid of these passing clouds early this morning should be plenty of sunshine low 60s so yeah a little bit mild cool but overall really not that bad uh well i i do not didn't look to see what you were predicting for what about uh the wind was getting a nice breeze out there the the wind has been a problem the last few days that not that's been high it's just that the wind has really helped to make you feel colder all weekend long. What's the wind situation going to be? Winds practically have calmed down. Yeah, we saw gusts this weekend of up to 25 to 30. Not seeing anything gusty. It's just that nice, gentle breeze at five miles an hour. So nothing that's like what we saw this weekend where it made it feel a little bit more chilly. Okay. Um, and we'll get another a couple of days of, of that kind of weather before the rain comes in, right? Yep. Tomorrow, almost the uh, Almost the copy and paste of today. Just a few degrees warmer, plenty of sunshine. Thursday, we could see a stray shower in the morning, but I think most of us remain dry. Slowly clear throughout the day, then back to sunshine afternoon. Friday, mostly sunny. Anything we see in the way of rain doesn't roll in until after sunset. So other than those few spotty showers we had yesterday, the whole week itself is not bad. Heading into the weekend, you mentioned a little bit of rain late in the day on um on Friday, and then what happens on Saturday and Sunday? We're Saturday, still... unfortunately, looking like it has the potential to be a washout. It's looking likely that we'll see scattered showers on and off throughout the day. Temperatures back into the 60s. Then Sunday and Monday is basically what we were, we saw this past weekend, where it was mostly cloudy. We had a few pockets of sunshine and could see another round or two of a few showers just trying to pop up, but most areas remain dry. But back down to the 50s as well. As we said yesterday, um, 60 in, 60 ish for much of the week, maybe 70 up by what Thursday, Thursday, Friday, but not much into the 70s, um, and then back down again, uh, maybe to the 50s by the end of the weekend, right? Yep. So warm front moves through Thursday, pushes us into that 70 to 74 range. Then cold front moves through Saturday, dropping us back down to the 60s and 50s. So yeah. So just uh, it, it is it is what it is. Just a basic forecast here today. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, weekend looks gloomy, but I'm going to focus on this week where it's comfortable and sunny. Yeah, let's have a couple of good days and enjoy a couple of good days. Maybe maybe a little outdoor walk. You still doing your walking? 
when I get the chance, when it's not too gloomy, if it's cold, I'll still go for a walk. That's perfect because I don't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, you, you try to walk a good bit, right? Yep. I normally go up to Ogilvy, get, I actually don't know the time, but I'll normally get three to four miles in every day. Well, not every day, at least three, four days during the week itself. Kind of like you, Bob. You get three or four days, three or four uh, miles of walking in, right? Well, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Behind a mower. That's the only time I get that. I get three or four steps, usually. It's <laughs> All right. 45 at the airport, 42 at the Highlands, 42 in Elm Grove, and 42 degrees right now here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam, always appreciate your time this morning, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Thank you. It's 748. It doesn't tell the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Mr. Slider is going to give us some sports information. What's the headline? Got a big headline today? Monday Night Football was last Monday night, night, Howard. Football. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I asked you, it seemed like for a while we had two games on Monday night. Just Now we're back to just one on Monday night. Right. right. Uh, I don't really know what that is. And you know what? There's even a bigger story, Howard. Oh, what's that? It's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. It's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. All right. Penguins are starting, huh? Tonight's the night. All right. Mike, now, well, that tells me what's going to be happening in my son's house. And Teddy will be down probably watching watching hockey. He, I, I, In the beginning, he didn't like it, but his dad watches it so much that Teddy now is like, Daddy, are we going to be watching hockey tonight? So they'll be going for hockey. And I know Jason's already working on some tickets to go see some games, so. Hockey season is upon us. We'll talk about that and more with Slider on Sports, and that's very, 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 very soon. Mortgage Valor is a locally owned and operated mortgage brokerage where they can shop your loan to multiple lenders with just one credit pull. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a real estate investor looking to expand your portfolio, they have you covered. Connected to a large network of lenders and a vast selection of loan products, they can match your unique needs and qualifications with the perfect loan options available. Unlike banks and retail lenders, they have access to an expansive menu of loan products and credit scenarios to help a wider range of borrowers and investors. Motto Mortgage Valor, offering you more loan products than anyone in the area. Call 304-905-8525. Turn that radio dial and walk in because the guys from the Pine Room Podcast come right here to the Watchdog with a new extended and revamped show. Adding six more hours into the week, join the guys from the Pine Room Podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to 3 o'clock to talk local, national, and global sports, news, pop culture, and everything in between. The Pine Room Podcast, right here on The Watchdog. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or The Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe.
Brought to you by WVU Medicine. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. Downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown. Downtown. Just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. Linger on the sidewalk where the neon signs are pretty. How can you lose? The lights so much brighter there. You can't forget all your troubles, forget all your cares, so go down. Ah, let's all go downtown. Well, wait, no, if you're going downtown here in Wheeling, uh, drive carefully and drive. It looks like they've kind of moved the barrels around a bit this Where, morning. Where'd you see that at? Yeah, I don't know. It seemed to me this morning things, the barrels were in a little different position. I had to kind of, uh, like in a video game, kind of swerve a little bit wherever I was going. So, um, it's it. I, I, I chuckle anymore. Yeah, we all complain about the streets, no question about it. Um, but the number of people that are still just furiously angry about how bad the streets are and everything that's being talked about, uh, there was a whole thread on Facebook this week about uh, the OVMC building coming down, going to build you know cancer center. Well, I better fix the streets first, as if one has anything to do with the other. Just, just drives me crazy. Seven till the hour is the Watchdog Morning Show for a Tuesday underway. It's time for Slider on Sports. Running back Josh Jacobs scored the go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter, giving the Las Vegas Raiders a 17-13 win over the Green Bay Packers on Monday night football last night. Packer quarterback Jordan Love had a tough night. Three interceptions, and he was sacked twice. Former Steeler linebacker Robert Spillane, he had two interceptions. Big night for him. Major League Baseball's postseason, Howard, continued last night. This doesn't feel like baseball season. Not you, a bit. I don't it's know. Not, what, what is it, Howard? I don't know, but it doesn't. you're right. It does not feel that right at all. Maybe the World Series will grab us. But right now, it's not working. It continued last night. The Atlanta Braves evened their series with the Philadelphia Phillies winning 5-4. to four. That series is all tied up a game apiece. The Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-2. to two. And they lead that series two games to zip. As I said before, it's a hockey, hockey night, night in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. The NHL's 2023 season begins tonight, and the Chicago Blackhawks are in Pittsburgh to face the Penguins. That means a that means an interesting, exciting matchup between Pittsburgh's captain Sidney Crosby and the Blackhawks' number one overall pick Connor Bedard. Puck drops at 8 o'clock. It's a hockey night, Howard. For more sports talk, tune in from 12 to 3 for the Pine Room Podcast. Jub, Jarrett, Matt, Coach, all those guys will be right here in the studio. The Pine Room Boys from noon to 3 right here on the Watchdog Network. Slatter on Sports Time, 755. If you're not done with sports, you can check the Neil Brown Show out this evening after a statewide sports line with Tony Caridi. So. Neil's got a, still got a smile on his face. We'll see, and he, he plays this Thursday, Howard. It's a Thursday game? I didn't and know. And he's matched up against the former coach, everybody's favorite. Oh, that's right. Dana Holgerson. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Little grudge match here. I hate him. You yeah. ever, did I ever tell you about that, Howard? I hate uh, him. You know, I've heard it's I've heard it said that you were not his biggest fan. Nah, nah. Uh, I, I'm I'm not sure about that, but I thought that was that was the case. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. That but the, so there will be not anger. There'll be passion. There'll be passion involved. Plenty of passion, and you can catch it right here on the Watchdog Network. The voice of the Mountaineers in the Ohio Valley. 7.55, 5 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up today when Bob and I are done at uh, 10 o'clock, Hoppy's got a, um, a mishmash. That's not what I want to say. Uh, 
a nice mixture of many uh, subjects. Uh, WVU Provost Marianne Reed will be coming in to talk about the uh, they're now putting out the cutback orders at WVU. Now various professors and so on are getting the getting the letter saying, uh, don't come back next year. Uh, Brad McElhinney in to talk about the legal fight over Donald Trump's battle access in West Virginia. That uh, Texas candidate has filed a suit saying that uh, Donald Trump should be denied ballot access because of the 14th Amendment. Uh, some conversation about that coming up today. And this will be interesting because we just got done talking about uh, RFK Jr. Reed Epstein, who is a reporter for the New York Times, has a story out this week on how President Biden's supporters are trying to get the third party and independent presidential candidacies, RFK Jr., Joe Manchin, to not to drop out, to not do that, not run as an independent candidate, not to run as the third party candidate uh, because of the potential impact on, on Biden. Again, I, I'm not sure who the candidates will take from. I'm not sure that Manchin or RFK takes from Biden, but I just, elections are so screwy anymore, it's hard to figure out. And I think where you and I disagree, Howard, I think matching them up, Kennedy and Manchin, and we're a long way from that even being what's going to happen, but I think if those two fight for the third candidate spot, I think Manchin beats him. I, I, and, and, and I think Manchin says, well, I, I'm going to get more than 19% because he knows he has to. Yeah, but the third-party spot doesn't mean anything. I mean— uh, if, if you really think you can win, it does. Well, but but if, if there are two—there's going to be a percentage, and maybe a bigger one than I think or you think, I don't know. There's going to be a percentage of people who will vote for a third-party candidate. Both Manchin and Kennedy— are claiming that the, the public is ready for a change. As you said you were in 92 when Ross Perot ran. That's right. So, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, but if the public is ready for a change, if Biden and Trump are not satisfactory, and let's be brutally honest, we know they're not, even to their own parties, Biden and Trump are not particularly satisfactory, then a single third-party candidate maybe has a shot, but you put a, you put two third-party candidates in, they're going to they're going to steal from each other as well as from Biden or Trump, uh, and it, it will just be uh, just be a mess. So that's what's coming up today on Statewide Talkline. Chris Steyerwald is in as well, talking about all the news of the day, and uh, there was somebody else I wanted to tell you about. Oh, I, oh, I, I want to pay. I really want to catch this. Ten thirty is the time. This reporter from New York Times talking about the third party candidacy. So, that's coming up today. Statewide talk line. Hoppy Kirchival. He gets underway at ten oh six. Right after uh, Bob and I are done. Coming up in the next hour of the show, uh, we'll talk with um, Ryan Weld, state senator and attorney general candidate. But we will not be talking about his senatorial roles or his uh, attorney general candidacy. We will be talking about. The fact that uh, he is a uh, former military man, worked in intelligence, and has some thoughts about the uh, Israeli-Hamas war that is now underway. So Ryan Weld coming up in the next uh, segment of the show. Uh, here in the Upper Ohio Valley is going to be a, uh, a rally to support Israel uh, coming up this evening. I'll tell you a bit about that. Um, and anywhere along the way you want to join us, you know what to do. Text line 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line 304-232-8255. Roaming around 45, 42 degrees in between those numbers throughout the Upper Ohio Valley. It's 8 o'clock, and here's ABC to cover the world.
Watchdog is FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News.